0: everyone. Welcome to the show. I have a bunch of updates to share about Donald Trump's coup clown. So first is news about attorney John Eastman. That is the man credited with drafting Trump's coup memo. He's also on the verge of losing his law license. The special counsel's office just requested the transcripts from Eastman's disbarment trial in California. And based on the details that are in the documents that were submitted by the special counsel, it looks like they're specifically interested in Eastman's testimony in the trial. So, Eastman, as you all know, he is an unindicted co conspirator of Trump in the coup case. He's also one of Trump's co defendants in the Georgia Rico case. So, it's possible that the Justice Department is considering charges against him still, or it could be that they just want to see what he would say, you know, if they're going to call him as a witness in Trump's trial. Next is news about another Georgia co-defendant and another attorney, Jeffrey Clark. The judge in that case just denied a motion filed by Clark to dismiss the charges against him, and he called Clark's legal arguments, quote, creative. (laughs) So next is news about Harrison Floyd. Um, He is also a Trump co-defendant in the Georgia RICO case. And Floyd, as you might recall, he is accused of participating in the pressure campaign against Georgia election worker Ruby Freeman. So it was kind of concerning that he showed up at Rudy Giuliani's defamation trial this week. It's unclear why he was there, but reporters say he stayed for only about an hour, and it didn't appear that Ruby Freeman even knew that he was in the courtroom, but he was sitting several rows behind her. His release conditions are very clear. He cannot have any contact with other defendants or witnesses in the Georgia case. So why would he show up at a trial for one of his co-defendants where there's two witnesses in that Georgia Rico case that are also present. You know, could it be he's trying to intimidate someone? I mean, he's really pushing the boundaries here uh, on his release. Like I said, I give it time. This guy, in my opinion, is a loose cannon. I think if you give him time, he's going to land back in jail anyway. I also have news about Trump minion Lynn Wood. As you all know, Wood retired from practicing law in Georgia this year, instead of facing a potential disbarment in that state. Well, now Wood has been disbarred in the state of Colorado. So this occurred because Colorado law states that attorneys can be suspended or disbarred if they resign while they're under a federal or state investigation into alleged misconduct. So one more MAGA attorney down. Uh, Next up is news about Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of staff. He is still trying to get his Georgia RICO case moved to federal court because he claims his actions were part of his duties as a federal employee working at the Trump White House. A lower court had denied his request and now an appeals court is reviewing the matter, but they didn't seem real swayed by his arguments they seem pretty skeptical in a hearing this week so i'll keep you posted on that he is also facing a jury trial in november of 2024 for the alleged false statements he made in his memoir about his chief of staff gig in the trump administration so as i recently shared meadows is being sued by the publisher because Portions of his testimony before the grand jury and to Jack Smith's investigators have been leaking out and his statements in those arenas, you know, under oath, (laughs) they directly contradict some of what he wrote in the book. Speaking of jury trials for Trump's coup clowns. A March 4th trial date has been scheduled for Matthew DiPerno, Stephanie Lambert Gentilla, and Dare Rendon. So DePerno and Lambert Gentilla are attorneys, and Rendon is a former Republican state lawmaker. They were all indicted for allegedly taking part in the breach of voting equipment in the state of Michigan. So unless plea deals are reached very soon, these three are going to go to trial around the same time as Trump. I also have a bit of news about my pillow man, Mike Lindell. I had shared recently that Lindell sent out a ton of requests for information from 25 counties throughout the country. Lindell claims he needs all of this information because he's still trying to prove his bogus theory about Dominion voting machines and the 2020 election. And he's trying to gather this information um, so he can use it in his defense because of course, as you all know, he's being sued by Dominion Voting Systems for defamation. Well, one Michigan County has been fighting him because they estimated Lindell's request, quote, would cost $625,000 and approximately 80 hours or more of employee labor. And that cost doesn't include the cost to recertify or replace equipment after they hand it over to Lindell. Um, They also said that there's sensitive information that he's requesting that would, quote, compromise the security of future elections. So a judge ruled against Lindell. That judge also sanctioned him and My Pillow for the burden placed on the county. And then Lindell appealed that decision. And now the appeals court has also ruled against him. And they said that his subpoena for all these records contains, quote, astonishing breath and generality. <laughs> and then the appeals panel also upheld the court's decision, the lower court's decision for the sanctions. So not good news for my fellow man. He is already broke. He already can't pay what he already owes. And speaking of which, Bob Ziedman still has not received his $5 million from Lindell. Ziedman is the cyber forensics expert who had proved that Lindell's so-called packet captures and his evidence of election fraud, and I say that with air quotes, um, he proved it was all a bunch of BS. And in a recent interview, Ziedman said, quote, I went in with an open mind. I was hoping Mike Lindell was right. And Ziedman reiterated that even though he doesn't like Trump, he voted for him in 2020. And he said he had a lot of respect for Lindell prior to all of this. He also talked about the hearing and the the legal challenge that he was forced to bring against Lindell to try to get this judgment on this $5 million he owes Ziedman. And Ziedman said that Lindell, quote, admitted over and over again at the deposition and hearing that he didn't understand the technology. But having said that, he defended it vigorously. He would get upset, and this is terrible at a hearing. I've done enough of these to know you don't wanna get overly emotional and confrontational, but he just couldn't help himself. (laughs) He was great for our side because he just couldn't control himself from saying things like that, contradicting himself, making statements that he would admit he didn't know, but he was sure they were true. So, wow. (laughs) So now we know that meltdown that Lindell had, remember the one with the Dominion attorneys where he was kept calling the guy an asshole because the guy mentioned that he might have lumpy pillows? (laughs) Remember how he melted down? That was not an anomaly. That's who he is. This guy really is a loose cannon waiting to explode. (laughs) So anyway, Ziedman basically said that Lindell's so-called forensic evidence of election fraud was nothing more than the back end of a Word document. And he said it's essentially 23 gigabytes of ones and zeros. Yeah. And Ziedman believes that Lindell's so-called forensic expert, the person who Lindell claims he got all of this from, uh, it's a man named Dennis Montgomery. He thinks that this Montgomery guy conned Lindell based on what came out during the the hearing for his lawsuit to try to get the money from Lindell, Ziedman said, quote, Dennis Montgomery's done this before, many, many times. He gives bogus data. And then Ziedman also said he doesn't have any hope of collecting the $5 million from Lindell because he told the Minnesota reformer news outlet, quote, I don't think I'll see it. I do think he's gonna go bankrupt from all the lawsuits and all his expenditures on these illegitimate voting fraud cases. So I think he'll delay things until he's out of money and I probably won't see anything. (laughs) I think he's right, (laughs) sadly. Anyway, I will let you all know when I hear more about Trump's Coup Clowns. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share, subscribe, become a donor if you can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.